Hello, and welcome back to Circus Stories, a circus history podcast. I'm your host, Callie B, and it is just me. For those that are just joining, uh, typically what we do on the show is I will share with my co-host, Mark, who is not here right now. I'll share some stories from circus history, but for today's episode, because I broke my leg <laughs> about a month ago, um, and Mark's been filming a bunch. Um, we just really couldn't nail down a time to record. And I just have been uh, growing back a bone in my leg. So uh, time has been limited for me. Um, in tandem with that, uh, luckily, um, luckily, <laughs> uh, my friend Josh, a.k.a. Meatball the Clown, reached out to me. Uh, apparently his fiance's friend listens to the podcast. And that's how he discovered the podcast. And then he was like, Oh, you talk about me a bunch. And I said, yes, I do. (laughs) And so we reconnected on Instagram because I never go on Facebook anymore. And that's where we would chat. Um, and I just don't go on there, but, um, so we reconnected via Instagram and, um, I was like, Hey man, can I interview you? And he was like, yes, of course I would love to chat. And I felt the same. Um, so for this, uh, episode, I interview Josh, a.k.a. Meatball, and just his journey becoming a clown and the uh, few seasons that he performs as a traditional circus clown. He's a non-generational circus performer, so how he kind of navigates that and how he became a clown because he just kind of jumped on a show, essentially, and they were like, clown. So... Um, it's a super cool interview. Um, I talk about Meatball the Clown often, and so now you guys can kind of hear all this info straight from the horse's mouth, the meatball's mouth. I hope you guys enjoy this interview. <laughs> we talked for like over two hours, <laughs> so um, I haven't edited yet. <laughs> you guys are getting a rare moment, but uh, it's a great interview. We just talk about the ins and outs of clowning and touring and traveling and um it's great so um enjoy this episode and um i'm sorry for all those mark heads out there um mark will be back in the next episode i'm so sorry um but enjoy this episode where i interview mr meatball the clown hey how 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 are you I'm doing good. How are you? It's, it's been so a good. while. Yeah, it's so good to see you, man. It's so good to see your face. It's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Is that your, are you in your house? Is this your house where you live? No, I'm actually because uh, uh, so I run a, a small living history museum. So I'm sitting uh, in the uh, 1810 kitchen. I was like, it looks very old timey. <laughs> if I can get a. That's cool. Wow, Josh, that's neat. Yeah, but we do a lot of cooking in that hearth. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, sick. That's cool. That's neat. So you have people go in and they cook stuff and or you cook and like like one would cook during that time? So we, we, we are a uh, living history museum. So we do a lot of demonstrations from cooking to, um, oh, geez, uh, and pretty much anything you can think of. We've mm. done it all. Candle making. Um, we've had... Uh, I'm drawing blanks today. It's fine. Truly. Truly, it's fine. I'm never good on the spot. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I, I blank. 
Normally talking about this museum, I'm I'm better, but today is I don't know. Just, yeah, you're like I'm a, a docent and it is my job, <laughs> but now I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I I understand completely. People are like, "What do you do for your job?" And I'm like, "What? <laughs> Me? What? Job? Work? What? what? Picture? What? I don't, know. I don't know. Like, what pictures do you take? What do you take pictures of?" And I'm like, "Ah, what?" I forgot everything. <laughs> I forgot everything just now. Um, well, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, I mean, I feel like you and I will chat further privately, like human people and catch up, but, um, <laughs> I'll be honest to also, I broke my leg and, um, oh, been, yeah, we haven't been able to record because I broke my leg and I'm just like, Oh, I would love to put out an episode. And then we started talking. I was like, I'll just interview Josh. <laughs> That's perfect. That's um, easy. I mean, it is easier for me, but also I was like, Oh, we could just chat. And every time I mention you in the episodes, first of all, Mark, my co-host just like loves meatball and he like loves the name and he's like, loves it so much. And I feel like oftentimes I'll have listeners like message me after and they're like very interested in you as a person just like meatball the clown and then like clown life it seems to be like a topic that a lot of people are intrigued by whether they're like circus people or just like fans um so i'm honored to have you and it was just like what what's funny timing to have you well it, it's funny it was uh last week i was talking to uh my fiance and mm -hmm. uh she was telling me about a conversation she had with a friend of hers mm -hmm. who is a big fan of your podcast. Aww. And which I I, I kind of hate to admit it and I feel bad, but I didn't realize you had a podcast until this conversation came I out. mean, why would you? You know, literally, truly. So I've been binge listening to every time I'm driving. So, oh, good, good. But it was funny because she called. My fiance often was like, hey, Josh was a part of a circus, right? Like, yeah, he, was a, he was with Cole Brothers. He was a clown. And then she's like, what was his name? Meatball. Like, they talk about him all the time. And so so, funny. It's true. I do. I talk about you all the time. <laughs> you, you give me way too much credit. No, you're an incredible clown and also just a lovely person. And uh, are like... I'll preface this because you and I know because we were there and experienced it together. <laughs> but um, when I photographed Cole Brothers with my mom, Josh was just like one of the first person, you know, people that we met and was just like a, an incredible person the whole time and just like befriended us and kind of took us under his wing. And it was just kind of whether you knew that or not, I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're just like rad and you're just like our like person the whole time and like our safety person. And like, you just felt like comfortable and like home and like, it was just lovely to have you there as like a, like our pal the whole time. And, and you are like an awesome clown and you like, you could tell you loved it. And like your story of how you joined Cole brothers was so cool. It was like your second season, right? Yeah, you were up. Uh, what it, year was that? It was 2013. 2013. Yeah. That would be my third season. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was, I mean, you don't come from circus, like you're not a circus, uh, not generational circus performer, but you were just like, you, you bled it. You loved it, you know? And like, um, and there was like some challenges, at least to me, but I think that's with any circus. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you just like were so passionate about it and just like, 
the performing part, you just like, you could tell you really, really, really dug it. Thank um, you. Yeah. So for those people that are listening right now and they're just like, what? <laughs> who is this? That is who. That is who Josh is. He is Meatball the Clown. He's a celebrity. Well, I'm glad you're listening to it. I mean, I started this podcast during the pandemic. So like many people who are just like, what are we doing? Oh, okay, I'll do this. I, I mean, I could really talk to you for hours and hours, but I know you just got off work. So I'll, I'll... no, no, it's it's fine. I got nothing else to do today. It's, okay. it's a rest day for me now. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully my chaotic energy doesn't burn you out because, you know, but us bigger staffs are, are wild. Um, that you, yeah, yeah, it's burned in your brain, I'm sure, for always. Well, I wanted to ask you just a couple questions because, like I said, um, clowning as like an art form and a lifestyle and and like, you know, being a clown on the circus, I think is I think is very interesting. But also I think our, um, uh, our listeners think it's fascinating. And I think there's a lot of burgeoning clowns, you know, out there. And there's a lot of different variations of clowning that seem to be surfacing. But traditional clowning, I think, is more of what you were doing on Cole Brothers. So what what initially got you interested in circus? Uh, good question. So um, it was actually an ex-girlfriend of mine, uh, okay. Amanda, um, who I, I give full credit for kind of planting that bug in my head. Uh, uh, she was a huge fan of uh, Cirque du Soleil and showed me a lot of that stuff. And at the time, this was my senior year of high school, um, I... Uh, the way I say it is for February, for that long week of February vacation, I locked myself in the room and taught myself to juggle. Oh, wow. Okay. I was that bored. <laughs> <laughs> how long, how long was that? that it took you? Um, uh, the three ball cascade, which is your standard pattern that you see everyone do. Um, mm-hmm. I mastered it in maybe three days. Oh, wow. That's pretty fast. Yeah, it's it's it, it it's it's funny because um, later that year I purchased my first set of juggling clubs. They came in the mail, and I took all all day trying to do it, trying to do it, can't do it. Had a dream of juggling the clubs, and then the next day it just something clicked in my head, and it's like, oh, three club cascade. This is how you do it, huh? That's wild. It's the weirdest thing. It just clicked. Yeah, so some of these skills, it's it's. Not not the boast, but hey, they they came easy to me. Yeah, it it seems like a lot of things just you naturally are this thing. Yeah, um, I just, so so this is two thousand and nine. Uh, that summer, Cirque du Soleil was having uh, an anniversary, and they were going for they were trying to go f- and reclaim their title as most people on stilts. Oh, so they were doing this like almost a worldwide event. And uh, I, I wasn't a part of it. I kind of got on the bandwagon a little late, but they posted online a instructions on how to build your own stilts. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is where the stilts. Okay. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like fascinated. <laughs> so uh, um, I, your story on how I started is, is, Cooler. <laughs> really cooler, but I, I I didn't go to the junkyard. I went to Home Depot, although some people call that a junkyard. I thought you went to, I thought you said you went to the, like the dump and you pulled them out. Like you pulled those D, cause they have a DWP stickers on them. Don't they? Those are, uh, so, so my first stilts I made, which were, um, 
uh, peg stilts made out of wood. Okay. Um, those, uh, the stilts you remember are, uh, just, uh, painter stilts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got them from, um, uh, uh, um, shoot, uh, a pawn shop. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I, I, my story is very fun. (laughs) Let's, uh, just scratch everything I said and go with your story anyways. It's cooler. I mean, it's very circus where people are just like, let's just make something up and it's, uh, fun and and fiery. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, half the stories you hear of, of, you know, that are word of mouth of these old guys like PT Barnum, how much of that is actually true? I mean, 10%. Yeah, <laughs> probably 10%. So, but yeah, uh, Cole Brothers came to Meriden in 2010. I biked down to the lot uh, as Mr. Pugh and Bob Green, the 24 hour man, uh, Mr. Pugh being the owner, uh, got there to lay out the lot before the show got there. I was like 24 hours early uh, and uh, talked to a circus fan. And it's killing me that I can't remember his name because he's. A former Meriden guy, he passed away a few years ago, mm. but uh, he he owned a, a lighting company uh, next town over um, and uh, a nice guy, you know, chatting with them. And then um, I unfortunately did not have time to see the show. Now, I say that because I was up the street performing in a concert. I was a percussionist at the time. During intermission, I saw my mom call me. I answered the phone. She's like, Josh. They added a 915 show. Do you want me to buy you a ticket? Oh. I'm like, hell yes. I went to the band director. I was like, what time do you think we're getting out? <laughs> so I had one of my buddies drive down. I'm in a dress shirt and slacks. I'm carrying a rope tension snare. Oh, you see fight the drum corps across the midway. Handed it to my mom, took the ticket, got in line. It was uh, section B, row three, seat one. Oh, wow. So good seats, right? Oh, damn good seats. I remember sitting next to these two pretty girls. Beyond that, uh, my mind was focused on the show. Uh, yeah, that that is the seat I fell in love with uh, with Cole Brothers. Oh, I love that you remember the exact seat you're in. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I have trouble remembering everything else, but that's what sticks. <laughs> I mean, you, and me, you and me both. I have trouble remembering everything, including where you got your stilts. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're sticking to our story. So you were you were out of high school then by then, right? 2010. So so 2010 wasn't when I went with the circus. Right. You just had seen them. And how did you know that they were like, how did you know to go 24 hours ahead? Um. Well, I, I assume they were coming in the day before to set up the tent. Oh, yeah. OK, fair. That makes I mean, yes, common sense would tell you. Yeah. Come to find out they set the tent up the day the morning of the show. Yeah. That's wild. They do do that, huh? Yeah. yeah. In the morning, they raise it. I mean, they, but they load in that, that night and then they'll raise it. Right. Yeah. 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 That tent is massive too, but there's like, I mean, how many, because I've watched them raise the tent. How many guys? It's probably like 40 people. It's a lot of guys. I'd say about 40 to 60 guys putting up the tent. It's a lot of people, right? Yeah. And those guys have multiple jobs. They're not just, you know, not just the roustabouts putting up the tent. They're concessions. They're Mm -hmm. they're doing props. It's 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 a big undertaking. Yeah, it's gnarly. It's so gnarly. Cool. So you went and saw the show and you were like hooked, basically. 
And you talked to Mr. Pugh when, so he kind of saw your face. No, I, I, I didn't talk to Mr. Pugh that day. I just talked to the, the circus fan. Uh, Mr. Uh, Pugh and Bob Green were busy laying out the tent. Understood. Understood. Uh, yeah. It, don't don't want to mess those guys up. Or, you yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, after that, I, uh, I wrote, you know, I, I was really interested in, you know, I, kind of got tired of living in, in this town at the time. Sure. Which is fascinating because I I am no longer tired of the town. I love the town, but it yeah. takes you, you know, you gotta leave to really find the love. But um so I I I wrote them a letter wanting to join. Um I'm I'm still waiting for a reply back. <laughs> right. But uh it wasn't until uh the next year, uh June uh last week of June in uh, 2011, uh, I just kind of got tired of being here and was like, you know what? I'm going to walk on the midway, knock on the door, hand my resume, tell them I would like a job. I would really like to perform. You know, I don't know. I juggle, still walk. I like to make people laugh. I'm musical. I don't know what I would do, but, um, I, I don't remember the office manager. I can picture his face, but I don't remember who it was at the time. Uh, he takes her resume. Okay, I'll you know get it to the boss. So I turn to go leave. He comes back, calls me over, tells me to hand it to the VP of operations, Elvin Bale. Yeah. Who, in conversation with him, he's trying to talk me out of it. Oh, really? That's so funny. Oh, Elvin, yeah. that's really funny. I, I, I get it because it's not a life for everyone. It's yeah. not always the easiest life, and you know they don't necessarily want to hire someone who's just going to be gone in a few days because sure. you know, screw this. It's difficult. Right. Um, so had a lovely conversation with him and, you know, I'm like, again, I want a job. I love this. This is awesome. It's cool. I'd really like to perform. So he's like, okay, well I have to talk to my boss, Mr. Pugh and, uh, and we'll get back to him. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm, I'm working at a Macy's warehouse so that that was a Wednesday. Thursday, I get a call. I, I miss his call. I see it during lunch. I'm like, okay, I'll call him back right after work. Call him back after work. He's like, listen, you have the job. We're going to stick you with the clowns. Be at, um, I think it was the Danbury Mall in Connecticut. Be there Saturday morning. So I have a day to quit my job. <laughs> I remember that. I remember you worked at the mall. I, I I think I confused it with JC Penney, but I remember you worked at like a department store and then you like had a day. It, it wasn't the department store. It was their warehouse. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Different. Yeah, than... I, I was a high bay picker using this <laughs> weird forklift thing that lifts you like. Oh, and the, were you like lifting pallets and stuff? Yeah. Dang. It, it was kind of a boring job. Not, not that if anyone's listening who does that job, it's. A good job just for me. It was, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's funny because I, I remember going into his office Friday, my, my boss at the time, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous to, you know, this is one of like the first big jobs I've ever had, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, going in there, I'm like, you know, I got this opportunity for, for a dream of mine. And, I'm, and he just, he stopped me he's like, Josh, spit it out. <laughs> like, I got a job yeah. with the circuits. I swear, his chin hits the desk. Oh, really? That's amazing. He tells me, he's like, oh, I thought you got like a 
better job forklift. I wanted to burst out and say, no, I really don't like this job. <laughs> well, I have respect for him. Nice guy. Um, he did tell me, Josh, try it for a week. If you don't like it, give me a call. I'll give you your job back. Oh, wow. That's nice. Which is awesome. So, yeah. So I packed up and I met Elvin Bale around, I think it was like nine o'clock Saturday morning. Dang. Yeah. That's wild. And so going into it, were they like, hey, this is where you're going to sleep. Hey, this is where like you're going to get your food. Hey, this is where like, where, did you know any of that? I, I, I knew nothing. Um, <laughs> That's so terrifying. <laughs> I had no makeup, no costuming, nothing. Wow. Uh, Chris Connors, who was the ringmaster, he was not too happy with their choice of hiring me <laughs> at the time. Uh, he had friends who needed jobs. Who oh, wow. were actual clowns. Yeah. He, if there was an actual wager going, I believe he said he was betting that I'd last two weeks. Oh, I, I mean, I've, I've, after three years, they, they all told me what they were thinking, which is like, shoot, I wish I knew and wish I could have put a bet on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, Elvin Bale showed me a little bit around, talked to me, and he introduced me to my roommate, um, Nick, uh, or uh, his clown name is Zerp, mm -hmm. who then showed me around. We kind of hung out for a bit at the mall and, and chatted and, mm -hmm. and, uh, that day, they uh, put me in makeup. Paralito gave me a couple costume items to borrow. Um, and so I watched the first show. Um, and after the first show, uh, now I, I have to say my first makeup was a little too, too bold of the eyebrows. And then it, 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 I was wearing a just a bald cap. And it was, it was, I look back and I'm like, man, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, so they, they had me watch the first show. Then, um, then Chris Connors and was like, so you're, you're ready. And damn, well, it, it wasn't just him. It was, I forget who else was it, you know, Hey, you, you want to try it? And, and uh, if it wasn't for uh, K on the boss clown, uh, who's like, listen, Josh, you're going to sit there, just follow, follow my directions. You'll do great. Don't forget the smile. I remember just as the curtain opened, my eyes shut tight and I, I was, I was scared. Yeah. Like, what, like, like biggest stage fright, but we got in the ring. I, I, I found, I found out because of that, if I just run in the ring <laughs> and just do it yeah. and not think about it. Yeah. It comes out pretty well, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a cop and robbers uh, chase gag. So we we had the clown car rode in. Um, I get out, the door comes off, and yeah. So was Chips on the show when you started? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, Chips came uh, later that year. Um, okay. Nick left. We had um, uh, shoot, what's his name? And I'm 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 messaging with him back and forth of recent because he's. He started his own uh, small little circus in New York. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, this is Zabo was his clown name. He, he lasted about three days. Um, this show was rough for him, mm. but um, he, he was also, and, and, and not talk bad about him. I love him to death. He's, he's sure. a good friend. Um, he's trying to get me to do some 
some dates on his show. Oh, yeah. It's uh, uh, eventually, eventually. Um, yeah. He, he was out. He was having a rough time on the show. Uh, so he left. He actually he went because uh, he, he he's Jewish. So he did that. That, that that trip that everyone does over to Israel. He right, right. Working on a, he ended up working on a circus out there. Oh wow! Worked on a couple circuses in the state, and now he's he's putting together his, his own small show, and, and it looks pretty cool, actually. That's rad. Yeah. So after he left, because Chips would guest clown, he'd come on and, and guest clowny. Oh. They ended up hiring Chips. Interesting. Well, because when you said clown car, I was wondering if it was his, but I guess someone else had their own car. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Kayon had a car for, uh, uh, when did we start using Chips' car? I think it might have been that last year we started. Or, or, or no, no, Chip, Chips had his clown car when, when he came. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what it is. We started using his clown car 2013, right? Yeah. I remember it was a, a point of contention for him and his. <laughs> he was always saying, like, this is an issue <laughs> that he, yeah. Yeah. But, um. I, I adored him. You, I mean, because when I went to photograph in 2013, it was you, Chips, and Paralito, and that's it, right? I think it was just it was just you three. Yeah. How do they like? You know, who? How do you crown this boss clown? <laughs> like, who's the boss clown? Is that the oldest clown in age? Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know exactly how Kayon uh, got boss clown. Well, so the Cole Brothers has been for for a while. There has been a lot more South American clowns. Uh. I know it was like Kayon's cousin or something that was boss clown at one point, and then they left and Kayon got it. And then uh, when Kayon left, uh, Paralito, his brother, got it. So I, 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 it, it was really not up for dispute. It's like, yeah, yeah. no, Paralito's the the next, yeah. You know, so I, I think it's kind of concession of of age. And boss clown, the role of boss clown essentially is like leading the bit is right am, am i correct there yeah so um so boss clown uh is is you know although we kind of have more of a democracy style of deciding on the gigs but uh, the boss clown is kind of that final say of you know and, and the one in charge of of making sure we're all you know serious uh <laughs> serious about clowning I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> it's important. So going back to, you know, your skill set that you were uh, like acquiring prior to getting hired at Cole Brothers. So you had your juggling down and then you taught yourself to stilt walk essentially, right? Like you would walk up and down the street. I I, I tell you what, I, I, I built those stilts, painted them before I went to bed next day. I attached everything else I needed that, that that was that I pre-made and attached and walked across the dining room. So crazy. Went outside with my grandmother. She, she, she was watching me walked up, up and down the, uh, the driveway. And I just turned around. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk down the road. You went. So was she going to catch you if you fell? <laughs> was she just like oh, safety? No, no, no. I, 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 well, I mean, I, 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 I mean, what do you do? Yeah. She, yeah. She was just mostly worried. And, and this is all happening within a half an hour time span. That's crazy. Walking down the road within half an hour, yeah. And is it a busy street? Like where people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's 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 a bit of a busy street. Um, I don't remember anyone actually, you know, stopping or anything. But 
That's so funny. But you were on the sidewalk walking? Um, I, there is no sidewalk. So I was on the side of the road. All right. There you go. Hitching a ride. Like, it's like thumb, thumb out. That's so funny. Anyone with a big car. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So you felt fairly confident pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause, uh, uh, my, my grandfather's, uh, the roof of his garage, we had to go up and put a tarp on, uh, one day this is afterwards and mm-hmm. like the, the, the roof is slanted and I'm up there and I'm freaking the hell out. It's just, I, it's just as sketchy as all hell, but I can go ahead and walk down the road on stilts. No problem. But your fear heights did not factor into the stilts. No. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's so funny. Cause your stilts are, I mean, all stilts are tall, but yours are really tall. Don't you, I mean, right. Well, my, my, mine were tall enough to where I can bend over and give the smallest kid a high five. Oh, that's so cute. I, I think it was like two and a half to three feet. Yeah, because I have some pictures of you where you're just like, you're you're like a, a taller gentleman. I mean, I would say you're like a little taller than average height, I would say. I, I've been hanging out with a lot of tall people recently. So, <laughs> so you feel tall. Kind of short. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm just thinking back on photographs of you with your stilts. I just, I guess anybody on stilts, they just look tall, but I just was like, oh, your stilts are rather tall. But yeah, yeah, you just cruise through the midway, like no problem. And I've read a lot of things uh, when someone's learning stilt walking is just confidence is like a huge factor of just like people will move. Like you can't like waver on them because that's when you probably will fall. Yeah, you know, uh, the, the great thing about the painter stilts is because it does have a good foot on it mm-hmm. versus the peg stilts. Peg stilts, you can't stand still. Painter stilts, mm. you can stand still. Mm. And uh, painter stilts is what I I used when I'm out in the midway with the public because a kid goes and grabs that. Yeah. You know, if it's a peg stilt, I'm going down. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Plus, you can stop. And, you know, converse or whatever. Those are all factors I would never think. So when you were like honing these skills in preparation, were you like, okay, I'm going to refine these particular skills in hopes to get a job on Cole Brothers? Did you think like, were you trying to get like an artillery of things or were you just like, I'm just like going to do like learn things? No, it, it was it was mostly just more of a hobby. I was just mm-hmm. working on them. Um uh, with the juggling, I, I fell in love with uh, the WJF World Juggling Federation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which uh, does their big competitions in uh, Vegas, uh, I think, every year. And just watching uh, was it Volva Galchenkov and his sister with these club passes and just the, the nine club, uh, it just top-notch technical jugglers. Not yeah call juggling but technical jugglers and it just it, yeah no juggling was just something which i that that second half of my senior year of high school i had the clubs hanging from my backpack almost oh, every day so you were just like i'm gonna just like nail this and like it's gonna be second nature it's amazing they let me walk down the hallway with juggling clubs. i mean with actual clubs like weapons <laughs> yeah, they, they don't allow you to come in with knitting needles but juggling clubs are just fine yeah, wild. What a wild world. Uh, maybe they probably wouldn't now. Who knows? I love that. I think that's so interesting, too, that the higher ups at Cole Brothers. And I mean, I like to think this and I'm sure this is true. I won't I won't speak for them. But like what you're saying about Chris Connors and having 
some friends, you know, presumably some friends that wanted to jump on the show, but they looking at you and being like, oh, you exude this clown thing. They just saw the thing in you and they're like, okay, yes, you, you have something. I just love that because you do, you are such a great clown and they just knew it. And I think that that's a lot of uh, really brilliant clowns just have, it's just something they have and are born with, you know what I mean? Like the clown college episode that we've done and some of the clown episodes where we cover just clowning. It's a, a lot of clown experts and educators will often say that this person, whomever it is that is working on their clown skills already has something and they're just um, have to fine tune, you know, it's, it's like you to a T I feel. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I, I, you know, you, you have it or you don't, mm -hmm. there, there are a lot of skills you can learn. And, you know, I've, I've seen some people who, you know, never thought that they would ever do it, but they, you know, come out on top with hard work and passion. You know, it's, 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 it's a character, you know, um, mm -hmm. for, for me, meatball is, it meet meatball is me just just accent um well, what's the word I'm looking for um exaggerated thank you exaggerated yeah um you know uh, I I give him a different walk more like uh Charlie Chaplin kind of walk but um beyond that I mean it it's more or less it it is me yeah I so, mean um, so when what I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've told me this, but it was probably it was a decade ago. Is that so scary? Um, but how did you decide on your name? Meatball? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is when uh, Nick was still on the show um, and we were trying to come up with nicknames uh, for a little while there. We were just going with Joey because, mm. yeah. you know, the, the nickname of clowns. Sure. Um, and and we were at a mall, maybe in New Jersey or something. Uh, they, you know how like each mall has that pizza place. Uh, it's oh yeah, Sbarro. Yeah. This place also had an indoor dining area for Sbarros that had this um, uh, buffet by the pound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he um he had maybe close to a pound of meatballs on that plate. Oh, wow. Where he put it, I don't know. Um, I, I, yeah. Um, and, and so, so we're sitting there, we're brainstorming, and he's coming up with these names. I'm just like, I don't like it, don't like it. And he's like, he looks down, looks up, Meatball. It's a great name. And I'm like, uh, he gets Chris Connors to start calling me that. And, <laughs> I, and, and and then Chris starts to use a different name, which I'm like, no, no, I'd rather you go with Meatball. <laughs> a different name, I'm sure. <laughs> and the, the name stuck. Nice. Yeah, I, I grew into it. Yeah, I mean, it's an excellent name. Yeah. So, but initially you were like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's. You know, you, you, you're doing all these these names and it's like, you know, you, you, you think of uh, some of the names, you know, uh, well, Emmett Kelly, that's his name. Um, 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 Elmo Gibb, who is um, uh, one of my favorite clowns. Uh, he was on Cole Brothers for a while, way before me. 
Um, it, it's funny, actually. I grew up with this uh, painting of a clown in my grandparents' TV room. Mm-hmm. I joined the circus. I show Chris. He's like, oh, that's a little good. Oh. <laughs> and you're like, wow. Weird. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Wild. Guy, great clown. Uh, I've gotten to hang out with him and have... You know, whenever we were in the area, we'd all hang out and, and go for lunch and such. But uh, how funny! And you're like, I've been looking at you forever. <laughs> I've been looking at your face my whole life. How funny! I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I mean a lot because there are some clowns that like Lou Jacobs is just him. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, um, I, I'm just listening to the Lou Jacobs one. Um, Going back to your episode on uh, the egg registry. What a weird thing. I love it so much. Um, Paralito once, when this is before I joined the show, went with a Lou Jacobs look. Oh, yeah, because he wasn't when I was there. Not quite. Yeah, no, no, no. But, but he did for a little while go with Lou Jacobs look. Lou Jacobs' daughter hit him with a cease and desist order. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I, I've seen a copy of it. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So uh, that does happen. Yeah. Once in a blue moon. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine mostly for those uh, more famous clowns who still have relatives who honor their the, the clown. So, uh, but I, I just thought something which I was thinking of that I just, I wanted to mention. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, his, cause his clown, like, his clown persona and, and like costume was not anything close to Lou Jacobs, at least when I saw it. Um, but but I, I've seen the pictures of, of Paralito. He he went with that cone shape. Yeah, the like egg head. The way of- the, the eyebrows kind of work and that's what, what got him this season to order. That's so funny. It's a fine line, I bet, you know, because. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. And so. Speaking of makeup and going back to how you were initially saying your first go was not your favorite, uh, <laughs> but you were getting pieces from other p- people basically on the show, right? That's how you acquired your costume. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, until I was able to, you know, uh, start getting some of my own stuff. I, I got some, some, some hand-me-downs for, for a while. Okay. And so where did you source your own things? Like, when you went when you were off season or like yeah yeah so 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 my so my uh first official costume was made i want to say it was later that first year in 2011 uh by uh mrs ponce uh the ponces were the uh the trapeze act mm-hmm. uh, right and and so so mrs ponce the mother she uh she made me my first which was um um, a darker uh, a red plaid and it was just that uh, pants and the uh, vest which I wore for a while and and then the wardrobe I ended up wearing uh, by the time you got there uh, was uh, so I went and got my first official pair of uh, uh, clown shoes from Spares uh, Shoes mm-hmm. which is one of the last traditional shoemakers not referring to like the pair that uh, is in a couple of the photos um, mm-hmm. that, that that red like Chuck Taylor's style, uh, those are from Mexico. Oh, okay. So my, my first actual like real old school pair uh, spares shoes up in um, Springfield, Massachusetts. His wife is also a costumer. 
So I got my first like heavy duty, like good clown pants made by her. Mm, Okay. And do they make shoes also? Oh yeah. No, no. He, 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 uh, the whole thing makes shoes. Yeah. Actually, um, funny story. And one of my favorite things about them is, um, he has hanging in his shop. Do you remember, uh, the Jim Carrey, uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas? Sure. Yeah. You remember the boy who tiptoes across the snow to play ding dong ditch in the beginning uh-huh. of the show? Yeah. Yeah. He has that costume. Oh, so he made those that. So they were looking for shoes for the male cast, couldn't find a good pair. They found him and he made all the shoes for the male cast. Oh, wow. Because everyone's like got weird feet or shoes or whatever, like weird Dr. Seuss feet. Super custom. And inside the, the clown shoes is like normal shoes right like or like how a normal shoe would fit correct yeah so so um i ended up going with a pair of yellow uh, i think they measure fully out to about 15 inches wow. uh, wow. long um so what it is 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 I, I went there uh to to get everything sized he measures your feet and what it is he makes the shoe for your foot and then he adds on the extra and uh and and that's what a clown shoe is that makes sense, right? Because like they'll just make a shoe and then cosmetically house it in this thing. Yeah. Wow. When you started wearing clown shoes, was that like an adjustment for you? Like when you're performing? Yeah. So I I would actually uh, I I would actually go running in the backyard to oh. get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, every once in a while, you know, as you walk in, you kind of trip a little, but, um, it, it definitely is, is an adjustment. Yeah. 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 Cause you're going to trip when you don't want to trip <laughs> necessarily. Right. Like, yeah, God, that's yeah. tricky. God, I can't, it's, uh, I just like clowning in general is just really impressive to me because it looks so effortless and it's not at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so hard physically, physically on your body. So hard. Because you guys are constantly falling on whatever lot surface the tent is on, (laughs) which is like sometimes grass and sometimes cement or like asphalt, you know, and like, oh, I really hated the rock uh, when when, when it was stone. It just, oh, damn. Yeah, no, I I mean, I I was known for falling. Um, (laughs) Many years of uh, Taekwondo growing up uh, taught me how to fall. Oh, that's good. So, so, so you had like some sort of like, falling properly in your background. You know, it's interesting. Falling is an art form in its own. Yeah, it's got to be, right? So you just don't ruin your body immediately. Jeez Louise, that sounds wild. So so truly never any formal clown training, right? No clown education, right? No, so so uh, Chris Connors, uh, before he became a ringmaster, he, he, he was a clown mm-hmm. and uh, he, he used to... Uh, guest clown on Cole Brothers growing up and he knew um, uh, Egg Roll and a bunch of the older guys and so he learned from them and and taught me a lot and then I learned from Kaon and Paralito and uh, uh, Lee Andrews who was our advanced clown when I joined on hmm. who uh, between Chris and Lee uh, they were the ones who helped me get that final face. Yeah I was going to say because so, you're you're uh... It's a, is it Gus Auguste? How do you say that? Auguste. I'm like, I, I've, there's probably five, six episodes where I'm just like murdering that and 
And now we know <laughs> it's August. <laughs> I was working today, and and in in like this in this one long sentence you had of uh, uh, for Lou Jacobs, you just Auguste after after uh, over and over again, over and over, so many times. There's a <laughs> it, I mispronounce, and then I'm like, I don't know if this is right, but this is how it's spelled. <laughs> so you guys can look it up. <laughs> okay, Auguste. <laughs> you yeah yeah you you, you know what you, you do a good job at trying so thank you and that's all i can do is try right uh, but now we know thank you thank you josh we need it uh, three years later <laughs> man um but now i know uh anybody that knows is probably just like oh, nails on a chalkboard jesus christ um uh, my god <laughs> they're like Whoa. all right august 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 because i initially was like august that can't be it that's a month um, that's so funny. I love embarrassing myself. It's great. Uh, so you decided to have like, you're like, I'm not going to be white face. I'm going to be an August clown. And this, was that like a conscious decision or is that like a role in the clowndom, like, uh, you know, triad or whatever foursome you guys had? No. So, so I, I didn't really have a choice. It was what, um, they, they stuck me with, but okay. um, it's because, uh, because it's, it's, for whiteface, you have to have a certain face. It's it's yeah. it's um it's uh like I love Chips to death. He's one of my greatest friends. He's lovely. And I hope he hope he doesn't hate me for saying this, but he's a bit too old for for for, for whiteface. Sometimes uh, with wrinkles and stuff, it's mm-hmm. it's it, you know, you you definitely want more of a smoother face from from what I've been told growing right. up. Right, simply because the makeup gets in. I mean, and anybody that's aging, makeup gets in in your wrinkles. Well, 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 well white face shows everything. You have to right. be clean shaving. It, it white just shows everything. Yeah. Um. I I once thought, oh, I I could go without. You know, it's a little stubble. I put the white on. It's like, nope, taking that off. Go shave. Oh wow. So I've, I've yeah. But um, but but even then, with, with my personality, uh, we 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 went with with a goose because, you know, um, I prefer to play the clums the, the clumsy fool. Mm-hmm. Best yeah. way to do it. I mean, it's it suited like your your clown character for sure, right? And like just ha- how you performed with everybody else. And interestingly, you when I photographed it, well, I guess Paralito had his own, like um performances solo but you seem to be the only clown that would kind of like um interact with the other acts am i wrong um yeah so let's see 2013 like you assisted kind of with um the elephants a couple times um you would do like the cordelisi so yeah um uh yeah uh 2013 yeah because because we had baby hugo Mm-hmm, that's right. I remember that that damn elephant. Every show kicks a ball on my back. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. That 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 was um, that was a fun uh, fun time. That that baby elephant was so cute, man. Uh, to to say, hey, I, I got to play basketball with an elephant. Yeah, a baby elephant. Like, oh. so uh, I I was the last younger American clown on the show. Uh, so, so they, they definitely used me for, were they just utilizing your strength is your strength and vigor? Is that why? <laughs> uh, well, well, I, you know, probably, um, I, I know with the elephant act, uh, uh, you know, I, 
the the elephant act that because Tim during the winter is on a different show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, Royal Hannaford, I think, or or I could be wrong. I forget which show. So 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 they they had a clown for 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 that for uh, that position for that. So um so it, it was um it was they they knew that you know I I could. I'm quick enough to do it and I can stay constant with it. And, um, and the elephants, the elephants already were familiar with a clown being in yes. like to insert another clown in that act. It was okay. Essentially. Right. Was that the idea? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. And, and then, yeah. Um, the, the, the Lara act. Yeah. Um, uh, when K, uh, when Kayon was there, uh, and his wife was up in Lara, he would do that for her. And mm-hmm. so it, it was, yeah. Um, uh, Gargana was, was the girl that, that, that I worked with. Right. And, uh, they just, they, they started me, you know, first year doing that. And then, and then, uh, I, I just stuck with her and for, 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 for the years after, but yeah. Yeah. Cause it, was there a learning, was there a learning curve with that? you know, spinning the rope a bit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult to spin her using, using that rope. Uh, it it was difficult because you had to just get it just right. Right. Uh, You almost had to not keep it taut, but kind of loosen it and kind of whip it around. Yeah. But not, but not too hard. Right. Cause so she doesn't go flying, but like just enough, huh? I, I've I've had times where she comes on, she's like, that's too fast. And it's like, <laughs> okay, we're gonna next show, I will slow it down a little for you, and no problems. But yeah. I'm sure there's a fine line. I mean, that's hard. I I couldn't imagine. I always wondered, I'm like, how how? How is this like because it looks like you have such a tempo that you've achieved and it looks fairly fluid and like, but it's good, it's interesting to hear. <laughs> the worst thing is I think I was the only one who could get it done right. Oh really? That's everyone else holding the rope for the Lara's uh, didn't do the spinning either. <laughs> <laughs> like it seems, it seems tricky. I mean, you were the only clown doing it, so <laughs> you had something going for you. Leave it to the clowns to get the job done right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you were on Cole Brothers for a couple more seasons after that, right? So how many? F- five seasons. So, so I was on Cole Brothers, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, it started off as just a winter job, but I went and worked on Ringling in their concessions for the winter. Mm-hmm. And I ended up um, moving down to their floor crew and ended up staying for the year, um, mm-hmm. which was great, great lessons, a great time. Um, at the time, I was dating one of the uh, one of the hair hang girls mm-hmm. and uh, I'm up in the best move. But, you know, what? It, it, was, it was a fun time. And then uh, yeah. after that, I went back to Cole Brothers for uh what was what turned out to be their last year right yeah or they had one more year after that right did they They had like two weeks in oh. 2016 interesting okay but i mean cole brothers was like was it 2014 was like their 130th year or something right like it was like long it was like one of the longest running circuses or something like that something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm forgetting my numbers but yeah yeah i mean what a, what is time Anyways, <laughs> like what, what, what day is it? Um, so when you're on Cole brothers and you jumped on the show and they're like, okay, this is where you're sleeping. <laughs> this is like, whose car, like the logistics 
were was that like laid out for you at all or were there just was that like a contract where they're like here's your sleeper car and like find a find a ride to the next spot <laughs> like when you get on the jump figure it out <laughs> like so I, I i i regret that i never actually had a contract to sign mm-hmm. uh, i wish i had that document just for you know my satisfaction of being like yeah see i was on cold brothers uh, I mean, I got dozens of photos, but um, yeah, no, uh, I really, I knew nothing about it. You know, uh, I, when, when they called me and got the job, I didn't know how much I was going to get paid. It wasn't until the phone call with him that, that Thursday when they said, come, did I really find out that um, I didn't know anything about food or, or lodging. Uh, you know, I, I made this move with, barely any information. I like it. <laughs> um, I I find I can't make moves like that anymore. It's uh, I need to know more. Yeah. I mean, that's you a youthful move. I, I like it. That's And that's when you kind of do that stuff when you're like, you know, what were you like 19, right? Uh, uh, 20. Yeah. I mean, you're just like, Sure. Why not? I, I mean, what, you need no things when you're 20, really. I mean, no, you, you know what? I was young enough and, and was able to put things on hold and go have fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you did sleep in the sleeper car, yeah? Yes. Okay. So Cole Brothers was what's referred to as a truck show, mm-hmm. a truck and tent show. Uh, so they had... Uh, maybe six semi-trailers, which were all split up into rooms. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I shared a small walking closet size room with, uh, with, with, with another guy. They're small, right? They're little. They, they, they were a bit little, not as little as my room on the ringling train, but you know, small enough. We're going to discuss that in a moment. (laughs) But I mean, that's why everybody is outside, right? Like, they're just like, I'm not going to be in there. It's so small. <laughs> it's you know, it's, 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 yeah. So that's provided for you. And then like, is there a, there's a bed in there? Is it bunk beds? Yep. Okay. There's a bed. And then the last door on the train, uh, not train, the. Uh, on the semi. Not there yet, Josh. <laughs> that's fine. Trailer uh, is the, the bathroom. Okay. Is, is there a shower in there? Yep. Okay. And you guys have to like schedule, like, did you guys figure out a schedule or no? Um, you, you know, you, you, you kind of, you know, for, for me, it was give it a week or so. And I figured out, you know, yeah. when, when, when people went take showers and yeah. And so it was easy to, to, to navigate that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then you would just like eat the cook house food, right? Like the, yeah. Okay. And all that's obviously like included in your pay or whatever. Yeah. So seasonally, I know you don't have to like audition every season, but like, do you have to like approach them to like re up every season? Um, no, I, I not 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 an official sense. It's just it was just you know, hey, see, see, see you next year and and you know, end of February. And they'll just be like, we'll call you. That kind of thing, or like well, it, it was, you know, uh, unless if they said anything, it was, you know, known that hey, I, I was going to be back. Okay. Yeah. Unless, like, unless you felt differently. Yeah. Okay. And then during the season, how long was the season? It started what in April? 
right? So season started in March, ended, uh, it was like first weekend in December, but was, was typically. Pretty long. Yep. Uh, we had uh, at least one day off, if not two days off. Oh, like the whole season <laughs> or weekly? <laughs> nope, nope. The, 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 the whole season. Uh, Damn. It was, uh, yeah, it was uh, two shows, two shows a day, three shows on Saturday and sometimes three shows on Sunday. Those six packs. I uh, yeah. don't quite miss those yet. <laughs> yeah. Those sound gnarly. Gnarly. Like, yeah. And, and, and the only reason that we got, you know, the days off is because we were traveling over 300 miles in, in a night. So dang. So when you on a jump, you wouldn't stay in the semi, right? Not the sleeper car, because like technically you're not allowed to right? like legally you're not allowed to. I wish sometimes because it'd just be nice just to just fall asleep. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I rode with uh, Chris Connors. Okay. For, for a good portion of that. And it was just like, does everybody kind of have like the, just the person that they're going to jump in on like, or you yeah. know, ride with rather. Okay, cool. You know, a lot of people don't have cars. <laughs> like they, they all have to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, just... no, I, they, but again, like uh, a, a good portion of the guys drove the trucks. So mm-hmm. it was always, you know, there was always a second seat in there. So there's that, uh, there were uh, two uh, passenger vans. Oh, okay. And then everyone else who had their vehicles or uh, or RVs. Yeah, right. All right. Interesting. And then you left Cole Brothers and then you went to Ringling, right? Yeah. So so Ringling was just supposed to be a winter gig. And then I was supposed to go back. But, uh, you know, young love kind of sure. makes yeah. you do stupid things. Yeah. Because you're dating the uh, gal that was doing hair hang. So uh, I started dating her on Ringling. Okay. Um, yeah. And so when you went to Ringling, because remember I visited you on the train in LA. So that was... 2014. After 2014, I went back to Cole Brothers. Okay. For what? For one more season? Yeah, it, it was one more season for them. That's right. Okay. And so you just went to Ringling and did rigging for a little bit and then bailed. Yeah. So so uh, I, I went. Um, uh, so I... Left for Ringling December 25th of uh, 2013. Uh, caught a ride with the, because a lady that I was going to work concessions with was from New Hampshire and she mm-hmm. was driving down. So I caught a ride with her driving down and uh, I worked concessions for a couple months. Hated it. It's hard, huh? Selling, se- selling those light up toys was not an easy thing for me, <laughs> but, uh, but then I moved down to, um, to the, uh, stage crew, um, or, uh, floor crews is what they're called. So, um, uh, you know, when the show gets in there, we set up the rigging, set up all of, uh, of the equipment. And then, uh, during the show, it's, uh, we're handling the props and in and out of the rig. Oh, cool. Nice. Uh, did you enjoy that doing that? Like, yeah. En- enough, I guess. Yeah, it, 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 it was it was definitely a fun job. It was it was hard. You know, I, I, I wasn't used to I wasn't actually used to working for a living, you know, <laughs> I that thing, you know, do that. But um, uh, I have to say, out of the five years in the circus, that was the most skinniest I was. Because <laughs> you're just hustling, huh? It was like constant. Oh, yeah. Dang. But yeah, because you're doing all the hard stuff, but 
perhaps you're not getting the um the payoff of performing either you know what i mean because oftentimes as a performer you may do other things like yeah do, do tickets or whatever but now you're just doing like the production side and not getting like the fun performing side yeah i'm uh, doing the harder labor yeah the hardest labor probably so tell me about the train because uh being floor crew i know there's kind of like a hierarchy as far as like performers have, yes i mean they're not big rooms <laughs> but they're probably bigger than floor crew is that yeah am i wrong I, I don't remember all of the names for the rooms because each room had a specific the you know e- 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 each room configuration had its own name hmm. i do remember that uh the rooms we were in were called the coffin rooms Aptly named, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's single bed. Uh, we got a uh, a sink, uh, a microwave, and a mini fridge. Okay. There's just enough space to walk in. Wow. But you have your own room. Yep. That's good, though. <laughs> At least. Yeah. No. No. You know, own room. Uh, shower, bathroom is is just down the hallway. Uh, open when we're in a train yard uh closed when we're underway okay they they lock they lock the shower well not the bathroom but but the showers they they lock the showers and the uh and the um uh washer dryer oh yeah interesting so there's a washer and dryer on there on the train yeah uh each train had its own washer and dryer that's pretty cool yeah so you have a window in your room yep that's nice would you leave it open while you're on the train I don't, it, they were safety windows. You, I, I don't remember if they were able to open. Mm-hmm. If you wanted the fresh air, you could go walk onto the vestibule and open uh, oh, okay. the kind of half of the door, which is where a lot of, a lot of the time that everyone hung out was on the yeah. vestibule. I bet. I bet. I mean, when I went to visit you, I mean, everybody was outside because yeah. your room is a coffin apparently. So, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, so then you went back to Cole for one more year and then it, were you going to do another season or was it apparent that it was just like, it's not going to fly anyhow. And then it just like kind of made the decision for you. So, so yeah. So Cole brothers, um, wasn't doing very well, mm-hmm. uh, financially. Now I, I don't, I don't know the full story financially as just being a lonely clown uh but um yeah we we were struggling uh in 2015 to the point where technically and i say this not because i look back on it so much but i say it to kind of give the effect technically they still owe us about two weeks back that's I, how bad it the, the the year was um they had the clowns going out almost every day doing the, uh, the 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 kids' coupons and trying to drum up business. Oh, really? Yeah. Like going out to where? Um, to everywhere. Anywhere we can go and hand out kids' coupons. We wow. Went. Wow. Damn. Yeah. We uh, tried going to a mall once. We, 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 we all got kicked out. Yeah. I was like, they probably kicked your ass out because... <laughs> Kind of have to talk to management before you start papering at a mall. Yeah. Oh, man. But, you know, uh, beyond that, um, beyond all of that, 
uh, stress and difficulty. It, it, it wasn't a bad year uh, as far as just traveling. Um, you know, uh, played some great places. Uh, we uh, we played the uh, circus fans convention up at the Big E. Um, got to see a lot of other performers. Uh, the biggest time I've ever had the worst stage fright was right before we're going on stage with all of the uh, older clowns and a lot of the famous names sitting in the uh, in the audience. That was uh, frightening. Oh, really? For circus fans? Well, it, well, it wasn't just circus fans. You, you had uh, all, all of the clowns that I in, in that four years prior, I. I've, I've learned their names and but they were all at that show right circuits fans of america all at that show, yeah. yeah yeah my grandma is a the president of that for a long time nice yeah i mean she's like the treasurer but like she just stopped like a year ago or something but yeah there's always there's always like yeah the older performers and people that attend those for sure so i can understand how that's intimidating <laughs> most definitely yeah. <laughs> um did you get to chat with anybody after Oh yeah, well you know, um, the going in there, we had a day off uh, getting there, so um, I got to get a pass. And I got to go into the uh, convention center and and got to go around the booths, and um, you know, I, I I got to meet. Um, they kill me. I can't remember his name. He was part of the uh, Clown Hall of Fame. Um, uh, uh, big name clown who unfortunately passed away a few years after, unfortunately. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I got to meet a, a lot of cool people there. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Is there a particular city that you recall when you were traveling and that you were like, this is a great place to perform at? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> um, I know I'm putting you on the spot because I did just ask you <laughs> what you do for your job. And you're like, I forgot. <laughs> No, um, you know, I, some of the towns that I loved playing, um, I mean, getting to play my, my hometown in 2012 was awesome. You know, the, 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 the mayor still talks about, uh, oh. the former mayor, every time I see him still talks about that. Cause, uh, he was big into getting the show here to yeah. begin with. Um, yeah, they, they did a big article on me in the paper and it, it Oh, that's lovely. That's so cute. Yeah. Unfortunately, no one really, you know, I, I, I go and, you know, I'm meatball the clown and people are like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Great name though. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, I, New Orleans, um, I mean, yeah, New Orleans was great because, you know, every night we went into the city. Yeah. Every night we ended with uh, beignets from Cafe Du Monde. Yeah. That was the beignets ever. Yeah. I had a feeling because I remember when you guys were traveling through New Orleans and I was like, you guys are having a, a good time. <laughs> you guys look like you're having very much fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very, very much fun. Because a lot of cities literally no things to do. Yeah. Zero, zero things like a Waffle House and that's all. Oh, uh, sometimes. I, I mean, shoot, if, if, if I can in some of the cities, if I can get a, uh, a, a Domino's to deliver, that's like amazing. Really, truly, like, I I mean, the, again, we were at like, you know, three jumps, but like we were in an abandoned mall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we were in places where we're just like, there's nothing here. So I bet New Orleans was lovely because <laughs> uh, there's stuff everywhere to do. I mean, for the, you know, for the most part, that's pretty good. Um, what would you say is like your favorite part about clowning in general? 
Hmm. These are real broad, broad questions. So <laughs> apologies. <laughs> they're, they're difficult questions. I know they're hard. <laughs> um, my favorite part of clowning is, you know, that the gags are fun. Being in the ring is fun, but getting to walk around and meet the kids and make them laugh. The, the, yeah. the, the, the excitement on their faces um, is, it, I would have to say, is the best thing. Yeah. Because you're like a celebrity kind of in the moment. Yeah. A little bit, right? Like for some of them. Did you ever encounter kids that were not into you because you were a clown? Really? Always. Yeah. Um, and and that's, you know, that's, that's, that, that happens, you know. Um, uh, I prefer it when, when it's the younger kids who are, who are scared of me versus the older kids who, mm. you know, it's like, Come on, guys! You, yeah, you, you you're much older, and you you know you, you get those mid to late teens who are just you know, oh, it scared me. It's like, oh, come on! Yeah, you don't need to react over the top. That's yeah. my job. Like, be cool, man. Be cool. Uh, I'm just was thinking about this. So when you guys are creating. For like the season, do you guys write your gags out every season? Like, are you guys as as a troop of clowns? Like, are you you know your quadra of clowns? Are you guys uh, writing all those bits together? Uh, yeah. So so uh, how it worked for us was um, uh, the boss clown came in with an idea, had a good portion of it kind of figured out, and then we uh, worked worked it out. You know, we worked out our placements and what what exactly were we actually going to do uh, with the props that were provided okay and so was that all preseason though that you would sort it out or like when would that all be like hashed out and then would you rehearse that like did you have rehearsal and all that stuff yeah so so um pretty much everyone got together the week before the first show and that's mm. when we really buckled down and, and worked on it and uh and then you know that Later that week, we would run through the whole show itself. And right. That makes sense. That, yeah. Okay. Um, is there any, like, is there any particular gag that you are like, I love this? Oh, and, the, and then is there anyone that you're like, I hated this? <laughs> um, so, so one of my favorite gags that I, I got to do personally um, was a filler gag. Uh, I think it was in between the the high wire and another act. Chris Connors would get, you know, I, I'd walk out and I dress with this lavish coat, top hat, holding a table that had a tablecloth, a vase, and a bowl on it, hmm. and the flowers in the vase. And he, Chris Connors would get on the mic and, oh look, it's Meat Bellini, the magician, and I, you know, come stumbling out, put the table on, uh, put the table down, and oh, you're gonna do a magic trick for us, okay? So I, uh, you know, whatever the magic words is, I do the the hand gestures, and I pull the tablecloth out from underneath everything, which then you know, pose and get a big clap, standing ovation, you know, maybe not standing ovation, but sure. big clap, and then he tell me to get out of the ring. I take the table, throw it over my shoulder, and run out. Because everything's attached. I see. Oh, because it's also okay. There's a laugh. <laughs> nice, nice. That's a fun one. And is there one that you were like, this is not my favorite one? Um, yeah. Uh, so, Chips came up with with this garbage truck 
gag. I, I think that was the 2013 when you were there. I remember that. Yeah. It didn't really work out very well. Uh, I was, I think, dressed as a skunk in the back of the truck, and it just, it didn't really get laughs. Yeah. So, it, yeah. I mean, you guys are, all, I think, well-received overall all the time, but yeah. there was nothing, there's no, like, things where you're like, this is so messy. I mean, I guess there's no really messy things that you guys do. Everything's, like, confetti or something like that. Well, uh, messy would have been, I think, Thing thing was that last year we did this cooking gag. Uh, Paralito came up with it. Paralito had this this cool little. Uh, it, it looked like an oven, and we were. Uh, it, it ended up with pies in the face. Oh, nice! And uh, that that was messy. Um, but um, yeah, no, uh, the boxing gag because because we did boxing gag that year too. Um, Chips would get hit with a bucket of water, and then Paralito took another. No, Chips would take the other pail, and we'd run towards the audience. He would then throw it out, and it was uh, confetti right. in the audience. Um, the boxing gag was fun. Uh, it's it's you know we were never like uh, who was it Otto Griebling and uh, I'm forgetting who else he did it with, but uh, uh, they. I've, I've seen videos of their boxing gag. It was nowhere as perfect as theirs. But. Oh, I know who you're talking about, and I can't think of, but I know who you're talking about. So for the pie, you did that obviously every show. And so was that towards the end of the show or what, like how was that cleanup? And like, are you using shaving cream? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Shaving okay. cream. So, so yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's all about how well you powder your face. Yeah. I've heard stories of the past where where the guys would uh go next door to the pool and go swimming in their face. They they, they would powder it so well. Oh wow. I wouldn't. I'm too scared to do that. But yeah. um but yeah, no, you know, you you you're not gonna wipe it off, you're more gonna pat it off and and you know, by by the you know, on a three show day, by the third show, you're by, by the beginning of the third show, you're having to fill in a little bit, you know, especially on the hot days when you're sweating so much. Um, wow. So you do your makeup one and done for those three shows. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you do it one and done and, and you touch it up as yeah. you go along um, and, and, and hope you still look good by the third show. <laughs> do you find that it's like significantly hotter with the makeup on for your face? Um. Yeah. That's, that's a good question. Uh, I, I can't say I've ever, you know, you, you get so used to it that uh, I, I don't quite remember, but I, I it probably does. I, I mean, it, it's grease paint. So yeah, it's gotta be right. I, I probably did feel a lot hotter uh, w- with it on. I mean, I guess it's just all of it's hot. I mean, you have that, like yeah. you have your, your wig on and like all the clothes and then the paint and it's hot, man. Yeah. It's hot in that tent. It is Hot dude. Yeah, Mr. Pew never did, but you know, he uh Disney was was selling some uh, portable air conditioning units one time and he had a chance to buy them but never did. In 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 some of his defense, he did sell like I, I think he sold his boat and he sold a bunch of a bunch of stuff trying to keep the show running. I'm sure he did. I mean he lo- you know, Mr. Pew loved that show and and he is a lovely, lovely man and a really uh I mean, he's been involved in circus for a very, very long time. It's hard to run a circus, you know, and 
Cole Brothers is big, but I was, yeah, it's, uh, it's hard. It's hard to make those big choices. <laughs> it, it, it can be, yeah. It's tough. It's all tough. Uh, so, um, I know when we were chatting and you're like, oh, this makes me <laughs> like, makes me want to go back. Would you, would you ever go back to performing? Um, I, I, I don't think I would go back to living on the road. I think my fiance would kill me. <laughs> I mean, it's gone. You're gone for so long and it's. Yeah. Well, especially with us uh, closing on a house at the end of the week. So. Oh, congratulations. That's amazing. Thanks. It's, uh, it's. Uh, terrifying. <laughs> I, I'd rather go back on the road. It, it, it scares me. <laughs> I mean, it's scary, but, but that's awesome. You, you know, I, 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 I regret that I haven't put the makeup on in a while. Um, but, uh, I, I did just get a shipment of some new items. Um, I, I've been kind of waiting for the right moment, which, I, I think quite personally, I'm just going to have to make the right moment because maybe right. I'm a little too picky or something. But uh, yeah, you know, um, I I I would I, I'd like to find something to because I, I I do miss it. Yeah. It uh it it you know be, being a a good portion there of of my young adulthood life there it, it is um it, it's something that I've been kind of looking into and, and mm-hmm. trying to figure out. Um, yeah. The, the, the problem is, is I, uh, I, I've always done the big, uh, the big company gags. So the, the, the solo stuff I, I've never actually did a lot of. And so it's, it's, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm actually sitting here with, uh, a book, uh, Clown Act Om- Omnibus, which is, uh, if there's any, young clowns out there who are trying to figure things out. It's a good book to pick up. It's nothing but gags. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and it's structured. It, it's awesome. It, it's structured. Uh, let me pull up the uh, contents here. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's structured with program and organization to clown equipment to walk on and walk arounds, clown acts with simple equipment, clown acts with special equipment. And it goes from like, Clown clown gags with five people, clown gags with four, three, wow. and then in the back it's clown gags with one. Wow. For anyone out there who's looking for a good book, that's uh what's the name of the book one more time? Uh Clown Act Omnibus. Omnibus. Okay, cool. Yeah. Any other like for any uh you know, fledgling clowns, any advice you would give? Uh, it might sound like a weird one, but what Chris Connors told to me when I started was go to the mall and watch people. Um, cause what you're doing as a clown is you're just, you're doing just simple mannerisms, but over the top, you know, it's, 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 uh, it, it sounds weird. I never understood it, but then I, and I sat in the mall and watched people. It's like, Oh yeah. Okay. So that guy walking there, he seems to be he did this thing that, you know what, I think I'm going to use that for, for, for this gag. And, and, you know, it's, um, uh, just don't make it obvious and don't make it, don't be weird. Don't be, yeah. Don't be a creep. (laughs) Don't be a creeper, but you would, you would observe people's mannerisms and like, be like, Oh, that's interesting. And then, and then amplify. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's one way to, to, to figure some things out. Um, facial expressions as a clown is a big thing. I would sit in the mirror just even in between shows, 
just making faces. Mm-hmm. Um, I still find myself making faces in the mirror at home. I mean, that's a huge thing that I've read a lot too, that they're just like a lot of clown colleges, education places for clowning. They say that exact thing is just like, look at your face and do stuff and see what works for you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, biggest thing is have fun with it. You know, I clowning, you, you know, when you first start clowning, you are doing things that are out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. but you know, you make it fun. Yeah. I mean, ultimately it's, fu- you just want to be funny, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. And, and remember clowning is the only time it's appropriate to pick your nose. <laughs> That's good. I mean, in front of people, because <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Um, I mispronounce Auguste. Ag- fuck. See? Auguste. 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 Man. You, you so, have it correct. You, you're just putting that E at the end of it. I just see it in my brain, and I want to say it. <laughs> and I can't. That's funny. And this is just for me, just because I'm curious. So when you left Cole Brothers, and then you're just like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. Is that just like, you're just like, eh, I'm going to go home. So it, it was, it was one of those, uh, halfway through the year, it was, it was getting rough. It was, mm-hmm. you know, traveling on a circus can be fun, but then there are also downtimes. There is a such thing as mid mid season blues. I've gotten it many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just sometimes you wonder, you know, how much longer can you go with it? Me, mm-hmm. last five years. But, you know, not knowing with which way the circus is headed, it, it is a concerning thing. Um, so my idea was, okay, take a year off, see what happens, go back to school. Okay. Yeah. It was never like, oh, I should reach out to another circus. Like, I, this is my career path forever. I, you know, at, at the moment in time, it wasn't, but then I, I, I did look into some other shows and I, I don't know. I, I kind of just felt, fell through for me. Yeah. Traditional circuses like Cole Brothers, I feel like a show like Cole Brothers was one of the last traditional circuses that have clowns like that. Um, in, am I, no. I, you know, it's, it's, it, 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 it feels like it, especially with Ringling having closed, it, it, it can feel like that sometimes, but you know, you, you have, uh, Royal Hannaford, which, um, uh, they, you know, they still play in a big tent. Uh, they're still three ring. I, I'm not sure if they're three ring in the tent. I know they go and play, uh, White Plains, New York, uh, which in February, which is an indoor show mm-hmm. and it's three ring. I mean, I huh? think I, I could be wrong and someone can correct me. That's all right. They might be one of the last three ring circuses. Yeah, I think that that is probably true. Uh, But you are seeing a lot of smaller shows, uh, single ring shows, which are fantastic. Um, uh, What's what's um, what's the one out in California? Um, Vargas. Oh, yeah, Vargas. But their clowns are that, that would be the only other one that I would say is is of that you know caliber as far as traditional circus you, you you still have some traditional clowns you know it's like with anything it's it's changing mm-hmm. um it's it's the, the circus changes and and evolves over time you know uh i i would love to see the traditional clowning come back but you know what i you know the, the makeup 
isn't as you know makeup's been developing to where it's been more minimal but the the skills are still there the the way they they act and walk and and talk is still there so that's 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 at least a good thing yeah yeah i guess you're right like the visual presentation may be like minimized but everything else is there you're yeah that is true you're right I think I'm just thinking of like the traditional visual of it all. It's it, it's it, it's changing, um, mm-hmm. and, and I, I say unfortunate, but you know what? It's it is a different world. I mean, what was it? 2016, we had that killer clown scare thing, which mm-hmm. was ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> they're all wearing masks. They're not clowns. Yeah, they're just dumb people <laughs> doing dumb things. I would love to. Uh, you know, I understand the need for killer clowns with Halloween and such, but could we separate a little bit more? But yeah, yeah uh, I think I got off topic there. Uh. <laughs> no, but I mean, you're right. I mean, I've I've discussed like the uh, the unfortunate you know stigma around clowns, I and mean, like you know, it's uh it sucks. It's like mm, I am not scared of clowns, but there are so many people that are terrified terrified and it's un- it's no good i have a friend through my fiance who uh who uh she's getting better i i've been working on her oh and been doing the uh the clown rehab no no clown rehab isn't the right word but y- 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 yeah y- y- you get what i mean yeah for sure for sure yeah it's tricky and like you just wonder what where did that come from but it's so I forget which episode, which clown episode it is, but I kind of touch on like why clowns are scary to people, you know, and uh, it's a lot of, you know, John Wayne Gacy is unfortunate. And then it is all these things. And then it just began. And and, and and as I think you guys touched on it, too, it, it's also the fact that you, you are wearing a mask. Who is under the mask? You know, right, right. Which is why I tell people, listen, circus clowns aren't the scary clowns. We are there to make you laugh, right? not right. To, to scare you. And and many times have I got offers to get paid to, to scare someone. It's like, no. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? That's mean. Some so, some young punk is like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pay you. Go, go, go scare my friend. It's like, no. No, that's horrible. I... I, Emmett Kelly, he, he writes because because uh, I, I do have a copy of his book Clown, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, he, he writes in there that because um, uh, he played a killer clown in a movie, but he he did a different makeup for that mm-hmm. because he didn't want uh, uh, Willie to be to be associated. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, even in like. Um greatest show it's like jimmy stewart is a murderer yeah. <laughs> he murdered his wife <laughs> uh, well he he didn't murder his wife he was a doctor who was trying to save her and 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 th- throughout the movie you, you do see that pain that he right right save her. right like that he he's a murderer quote unquote right like he's on the run for murdering her but it's like he didn't really yeah it's, it's very fugitive <laughs> Um, uh, that, that is something I got to geek out at, at the circus fans convention was, uh, they had all the costumes there. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cool. So did LA circus, did they say LA circus provided those or do you know who brought those in? 
I, I, I don't remember. I wonder. I wonder where they got those. Such a, a good movie. That's such a good movie. I tell people, I'm like, you have to watch this movie simply because they, you will never be able to witness Ringling like that. But it's wild. It's wild to watch. So it, it's funny because uh, it was Chris Connors and it was, um, which marketing director was it? Uh, Bill Carter. Mm. Chris Connors and Bill Carter uh, showed me that. And then next day they're like, they, they told Elvin and Elvin's like, so what, what do you think of the movie? I'm like, man, that is traditional circus. Yeah. That is what, you know, it should be. He's like, good. Yeah. That's the right answer. Yeah. I really want to do an episode on Elvin. Send him a message. Yeah, I should. I mean, his story is incredible. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I. I mean, he 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 was such an amazing performer that, yeah. as a daredevil, the stuff he did and the stuff he built, and and not just that, the people he worked with. Yeah. Like he told me a story of of uh, of uh, Mishu, the, the 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 little the little guy he he was on the show with, uh, mm-hmm. just pissing his uh, in his. Uh, in, in his performing shoe. Really? Oh yeah. He, he, he was a bit of a, of, of a handful. Oh, funny. My dad was telling me stories about him, but my dad was also like five or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, because my dad would go with my grandfather to all these shows and he would just like be running around like a child in the back. Can you imagine? Like I, I would just be like, what is your kid doing here? He should move. He's in the way. He's going to get trampled. <laughs> I, I I would love to have been a kid going to these shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I barely remember my first Ringling show. Uh, it was at the Hartford Civic Center. And they had, uh, shoot, what was his name? The, the, the Italian famous clown, the uh, Reblay. Oh, I don't even know who that is. God, and people listening to this are going to be like, God, Josh is an idiot. Can't even remember names. I don't even know who that is, though. Who is? I don't even know. I don't know that clown at all. I need to get it together. So you were in Hartford. So they still have circuses in Hartford. <laughs> well, I, I, I indoor shows. Yes, I understood. <laughs> uh, bringing a tent, bringing any semi movable structure in Connecticut, they treat it like it's 1944. Okay, as they should. I mean, <laughs> listen, we're not lacing things with wax and pair and, and, and yeah, paraffin wax and freaking <laughs> gasoline. The, the, the tents are designed now to smolder and melt, not burn down. It, yeah, yeah. Not just that; you have to hire the fire department and the police department. The fire department runs their hoses. You can't get a clown car in, into the freaking tent because the way you're supposed to go is blocked. It's it, it's kind of a nightmare sometimes. Yeah. What a disaster. My gosh. So if you do bring any like tent situation, they're like, no, thank you. No, no, no. They just, um, there are a lot of hoops mm. you, you have to jump through. Um, and like the, the inspector comes in and will nitpick every small little thing that really doesn't mean anything. It's, it's, it's fine the way it is. It's, it's, it's difficult. Um, I don't remember the last tent. I, I don't even know if we still get a tent circus up here. Um, we get some open air circuses and some uh, uh, shows that play in my civic center. But beyond yeah. that, uh, 
the Cole Brothers might have been the last tent show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing like a tent show. It's pretty great. It's like pr- pretty rad to see a tent up and then getting inside of it and then the midway and all that stuff. It's like you can't recreate that with an indoor like convention center kind of thing. The, the, the smell of the popcorn and the cotton candy and the smell of the, the animals. It's the, 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 there is there's no more amazing smell than that. That's for sure. Yeah. That's so funny you say that. That's a, I'm sure it's like a very, very nostalgic smell for you. Like, I mean, likewise, but yeah. Um, what was my last question? Oh, so what are you doing now? You are, you said you're, um, you work at a living, uh, history museum. Well, so I do a lot of things right now. Uh, my main job right now, I, I work for a tree service company. And uh, then I, uh, the museum that I run, I grew, I, I grew up in. There's baby photos of me in this place. So wow, yeah, it was something that it was one of the things I put aside when I joined the circus. But uh, since coming back, I've been named director, and uh, it's wow. uh, it's it's got its tough moments sometimes. I'm sure. It's, uh, it's I'm sure. Small town politics is uh, it's always a challenge. Sure. But what was most interesting to me is that you were dis- or you were uh, discussing or um, part of the museum is the history of lighting, right? Is that part of that museum? No, no, no. So, so I started, um, which it started here at this museum. Uh, it was just a demonstration one day I took to uh, a reenactment because I, I do uh, Rev War reenactments. I I kind of started a small candle business. Yeah. Um, I, I go out to events as a candle maker, uh, doing historical candle making. And uh, um, I'm doing research right now to write a paper on the history of, of uh, lighting. Cool. What's your candle company like? Can people find you and buy them? Or do they have to go, or do they have to, go to the places? I, I don't currently have a online sales at this moment. I haven't quite figured out which place is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Etsy's up up charges their people like crazy uh, but there's so many beautiful things on etsy (laughs) there's so many things (laughs) it's all there uh but but yeah so uh it's a jd chandler and you can find it on facebook okay cool i want people to buy your candles do you when you go to the events do you are you making them like there so so uh my main the main thing i make are hand-dipped candles I use all beeswax and I have some poured uh, candles uh, that uh, molded candles that, that I make. Um, I'm actually, uh, uh, this past weekend, I was at a Renaissance festival, which I will be at for the next two weeks, uh, the, ne- the next two weekends. Uh, and then I'm up in uh, New Hampshire for a demonstration at a museum up there. So cool. If they want your candles, they have to go to the Renaissance fair at the end of June slash into July. Oh, definitely must come to the rent. It's a beautiful Renaissance fair. Um, um, I'm going to get some better photos posted of my product on Facebook. If anyone wants any message me on Facebook, uh, we can work it out from there. Yeah. Yeah. J J D Chandler. Yep. Chandler. Nice. All right. Well, go find it. Go get them candles Buy buy Josh's candles. Um, <laughs> I just love that. They're like, I don't know. Anything historically based is cool. And I just like the, right. the, the, yeah, it's neat. Well, so, so 
Um, one of the interesting things is when I joined the circus, the, um, the, the main circus fans that would come every time were in the area would come and sit me down and they would give me history lessons. Because, you know, as I said, Cole Brothers for a while there, you know, I, I just kind of like the new, um, the new beginning American clown and doing the old school style clowning. So uh, right. I, I've always had a love for history. And it just it was one of those like all of a sudden, every time we're in Connecticut, I'm getting history lessons. The worlds have collided and they need to explain it to you. I like it. Right. I, I dig it. I dig it. Well, I'm going to let you go because it's visibly getting dark where you are. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. It's not bad. I, it, it's mostly cloudy right now. It's uh, the weather's been on and off rain. So. Oh really? Is it hot though? Is it humid? It's been muggy as can be. Yeah. Man, I don't miss that. I don't miss that east east coast humidity. Because uh, truly, the tent the tents would be like a hundred and fifteen degrees or something insane inside. At least, yeah. Um, uh, th- there's this one time for a good week. Uh, the air conditioning in, in, in my uh, sleeper trailer was busted. Oh, God. So, you know, the one place I would go to get out of the uh, the heat was just trying to put makeup on in there. It's all melting. Like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was horrible. That sounds awful. Man, oh, man. Oh, gosh, I keep thinking of very cool questions. We're going to have to talk another time because I have, like, makeup questions. I want to know all the stuff like how much makeup you go through. <laughs> We're just going to have to talk about it again. Well, I, I do have to say, you know, dating was, was always a weird thing because, you know, makeup would come and it's like, uh, I wear more makeup in a day than you wear in a month. That's so funny. <laughs> you just like blow through it. That's never good to say to, uh, <laughs> to a prospect of, uh, of a date there. Uh, uh, did you... Or did you have to like divulge your past and be like, I was actually a career clown. And then did you have ladies be like, good. <laughs> so I, I, I don't purposely talk about it. <laughs> You're like, I don't tell people. <laughs> it, it, it just, no, 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 no. So, so it, it's, it's, it's weird because sometimes if, if, if I, they tend to focus on the past as a clown, like, crazy where it's like okay guys let's come down but i so i i don't just i don't talk about it openly it's it comes up in conversation it's like well you know this one time back when i was working on the circus and 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 it, it's actually it's kind of been fun because you know you say it like that you know yeah, one time back when i was working on the circus I'm like wait well hold on, hold on. yeah what, what did you say yeah it's um it, it, it's kind of been fun doing it that way than just saying, hey, I used to work for the circus. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure a trickle out of that. And they're like, excuse me, pause. Uh, what? <laughs> Again, please. Well, right. You, you did what? Derailed whatever the conversation was, just derailed it. 100%. 100%. That's so funny. I mean, it's a great thing to have in your back pocket, I would say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's fun. Um, it's, it's funny because we were talking about uh, circuses and uh, Ringling with uh, the fact that Ringling's coming back and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they're saying they're having um, comedians, not clowns. No clowns, which, yeah. Which, which um, I believe it was P.T. Barnum once said that uh, clowns and elephants are the pegs you hang a circus onto. Not the end of my soapbox. Animals, I understand, but 
when you get rid of the clowns, come on. Yeah, I completely understand not having animals. It, there's a, there's layers to that for sure, but like no clowns. Um, so, so, so I, I was having the conversation with uh, two friends at the Ren Fair uh, Saturday, and and we're talking about, oh yeah, you know, clowns are not scary. You know, some clowns are. And I pull out a picture of myself, not even say anything. I'm like, what about this clown? I'm like, oh yeah, oh wait, that, that clown. He, he he was like the face of the show, wasn't he? It's like. Yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> that was me. Thank you so much. I mean, you do have like a Lou Jacobs. I mean, a little bit. I mean, yeah, you have a different like hair situation, but you have like a, the essence of you is very Lou Jacobsy. Man, I wish I could be like Lou Jacobs getting my picture out. Postage stamp? Yeah. I, that's, you know, that's, that, that's, that's making it big. Yeah. Before an astronaut. Pretty good. Very cool. Very cool. I mean, like when people think of clowns, they immediately probably picture him, like most definitely. Uh, either that or uh, it. Or it, unfortunately, it's true. Oh, oh, I do have to say, though, the original it with uh, with uh, uh, Tim, uh, Tim Curry does, does have a really nice, like basic clown face to it. Do you think so? Putting aside the sharp teeth and the uh, and the the eyes, I mean, it's it's not that bad of a of a makeup. Yeah, I mean, it looks like very bozo, right? Like it's like bozo inspired. It seems it's a fine line, I would imagine, because like yes, yeah. it seems tough. And I think that that's another thing that I discussed with like being scared of clowns is just like uh, you have to like work with your face, and if you're come like competing with your face with what you've painted i'm sure that is an issue <laughs> for people or and or like i don't know just like exaggerated things may freak people out I, but it's like context you know what i mean it's what you're doing also i don't know it's tricky but it, it and sometimes just the brain is like this is wrong it looks correct but it's something's off <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in defense of people that are scared, but I, I feel like I feel like culturally society's told people clowns are scary. If that wasn't really a thing, I feel like that it wouldn't be as prevalent. Yeah, it's become a, a social thing. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's too bad. Um, OK, one more one last question. Do you ever use your stilts like just to just see if you could stilt around? I haven't, and I've been meaning to take them out for a stroll. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of do want to uh, uh, try them on and, and see how they still fit. Um, right. I, I, I will take the clown shoes out every now and then, walk around yeah. the house. Oh yeah, um, at at uh, four hundred dollars for, for for the pair of shoes. <laughs> Seriously, uh, I'm still going to use them once in a while. You must utilize because you still have two pairs or just the one, the yellow. I I, I just have the uh, the, the one, uh, yeah, the, the the one uh, yellow pair of shoes. Yeah, nice. They are expensive though. They're really expensive because they're custom, right? Yeah, they're custom. I dig it. I've always been like, I would like some clown shoes, but also I feel like they'd be like, why? And also, what would I use them for? Yeah, uh, I could be wrong. Um, there was a lady, and I, I'm drawing a blank on her name like every other name tonight. Um, lived down in Florida. She was one of the older uh, clown shoemakers. She made them still the old way with horse hair in the toe. Oh, in the mm, in the bulk. Yeah, I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think she passed away recently. But mm. uh, 
but whereas the shoes I have is is a foam in, in the toe, which it's 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 much lighter. So they'd be like significantly heavier. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've I've like I've taken a pair, held them, and like, oh yeah, that that's heavy. Wow. How heavy do you think? Like ish. It's it's at least a couple pounds. Really? Damn. Clowning is so hard. I like, I really want to emphasize, even though I've obviously never done anything close to it, but like, it's so hot. You have so much makeup on. You're physically like wearing stuff that's just very uh, cumbersome. And you're just really just throwing yourself on the ground. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like, and you have to just be like, I love it. (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs) The whole fucking time. Yeah, no, that, that, that is, yeah. Um, that's that's one thing uh, I regret is while traveling, not taking better care of my body. Really? Which for any of the young clowns out there, take care of your body. It's the only one you have. Yeah. Clowning can be rough on it and uh, you want to take good care of it because uh, I feel it sometimes. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Ice your knees and your elbows. <laughs> right. Um, oh, God. Yeah, the smell of Bengay because of Paralito's knees were were close to being shot, and you just Bengay them, and really, it's not not that bad of a smell sometimes. Uh, I always wondered about Chips. I mean, he wasn't doing as much physical throwing about, but he was older. Yeah, he was he was he was in his sixties uh, easily, right? Yeah, no, he. Uh, I I don't have to give him credit. I I I didn't think he was really physically able to do a lot of the, the, in the ring gags. Um, he was great on the midway with the kid. Oh yeah. Like get, got them involved musical instruments and Mm -hmm. such. Um, but he held out for four years on, Mm -hmm. on on the show. Like, like he, yeah. Yeah. He held it down. Yeah. Just wearing all the stuff and like running around. It's heavy. Yeah. It's just heavy. It's hard on your body. So yeah. Ice, ice, Ben gay, all that stuff. All those new, new up and coming clowns. Well, that's all amazing advice, Josh. And those book recommendations are excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So read up on some stuff. Trust yourself, right? Always be funny and take care of your body. Those are important things, right? Those are our touch points that we should leave people with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, th- those are definitely great. Um, uh, one last recommendation uh, that um, Ringling Brothers, How to Be a Clown is one of the best videos. Uh, I watch that for fun all the time. Do you? It's great. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the closest you can get to the old Ringling Clown College uh, education there. It's, it's, it's pretty dead on, right? It's essentially that. Like, I mean, a short video, but, you know, it's a synopsis of what they're trying to teach. Yeah. No, it, it, it gives you the idea of the different things that you should try and work on yeah if you guys want to find that it's on youtube and it's easy to find and it's like it was a special i think it was like a in the 80s there because they're really pushing you know ringling clowns and in clown college so yeah you could just find uh, how to be a clown and it will come up and it's great and it's a great video and it's very thorough and it touches on like on all the stuff the costumes the makeup the all that stuff it's really it's really thorough and cool and some of the gags that they show up. Yeah, for sure. Lou Jacobs and and his dog with that mm-hmm. hunting gag is so it's, good. It's it's not necessarily a funny gag, but it's a oh kind of gag, you know. Well, and it's like um, 
the fact that it's so simple and he's able to make it entertaining and like people are still watching even though he's literally walking around with a like a fog gun for two minutes and people are like oh it's i'm still watching you you're doing very little <laughs> you know what i mean and he oh, makes yeah. it entertaining and silly and like goofy and very elmer fudd and it's it's captivating to a point you know what i mean so that's a hu- huge skill to have so sometimes it's just sometimes you just have to do very little to to, to make a lot so it's uh it's great yeah Thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. And we'll definitely, definitely chat more. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. This is my first podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly what we were going to talk about. And I've uh, ever since listening to a, a, a lot of your, your podcasts, it's like, man, the stuff I'm, I'm remembering, it's like, hmm. one of these days I need to write it down. Do it. Oh, my gosh. Write it down. Just like write it down. Totally. I feel the same way. There's so many stories that I've heard over and over again, and I have to start writing them down because one, I tell them wrong, like your stilts. <laughs> and and two, you just, I'll forget them essentially, you know what I mean? From like my family's stories or my grandparents or whoever, or the ones that I've experienced when I'm, you know, photographing circuses and, and yeah, you want to like, there's so many, I'm sure you have so many, uh, just like, silly whatever anecdotal stories that you want to just remember and it'll be fun when you're older and be like oh fuck that was crazy you know well i would love to talk to you more we'll definitely have to do a, a part two of this but yeah definitely yeah we, we definitely gotta keep this up and then yeah. communicate more yeah yeah we definitely yeah we definitely do okay well i will let you go it is definitely dark in your room now <laughs> officially dark it's it's not as much as the camera, you know. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Well, um, thank you so much for taking the time. Have a good night, Josh. I love talking to you. Hopefully, uh, we talk like this again soon. Definitely. All right. Bye. Bye. Wow, what a fun interview. I hope you guys learned a lot. I will put a link to uh, how to be a clown in the show notes on YouTube um, because it is really a great video. And hopefully, I have another interview with Josh soon down the line because I just, we could just chat all, all day long. Awesome interview. Hope you guys dug it. Um, and thank you as always for listening. If you guys want to hear exclusives or watch, um, this full interview, you can join our Patreon and that's patreon.com backslash circus stories. If you, uh, there's no photos from this episode, <laughs> but if you do want to go to our Instagram, cause there's always cool photos, you can go to, uh, Instagram, uh, and that's at circus.stories. And, um, most importantly, and if you guys don't know, you must, must, must always check your boilers. I don't have Mark to confirm this, but you definitely should check your boilers. And thank you guys again for listening to this lengthy episode. You guys are radical. Thanks for all your patience in my bone healing journey. And, uh, we'll see you down the road, friends. Bye. Circus!